and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting. It's an Olympic special edition uh, podcast for us. It's the follow-up podcast from East Lake Troy Cities Church in Richmond, Washington. My name is Brent. I'm the teaching pastor at East Lake. With me is my friend Megan. Hello. And it is Monday. It's where we just had staff lunch together. We sure did. Megan got to, uh, is a part of a staff meetings right now because she is uh, available to be here mm-hmm. because there's no school going on right now. Very true. We had a full staff. Room today. I know it was like packed full of people. Uh, Eric's in town from Spokane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary is apparently not working at Amazon. I think Jeff gave him the week off because <laughs> of the spaceship ride he was on. He's like way on too much of a high. <laughs> and uh, uh, then uh, Chris Gell is in town. Yeah, our, our, our former. Our former. Um, what was his role here? Do you remember his role? Like was it all of it? Pole dancer? What, yeah. what did he oh, do? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> former graphic design website, uh, really jack of all trades, yeah. Chris Gell, uh, currently a San Antonio resident, but I'm doing everything within my power to change that. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyways, he's uh, he brought his family back and we got to hang out a little bit yesterday after church and... Uh, we're going to a Mariners game yes, on Wednesday. My first Mariners game in like five years it or something. I don't know. It sounds super exciting. I'm super excited. It's a day game. We're driving over and back on the same day. Nice. When was the last time you went to a Mariners game? Like two or three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, any, any particular, I mean, garlic fries, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'll be definitely consuming those. Uh, just make sure everybody else in the car does as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> seven. Here's what it is. You ready for this? Seven dudes, one minivan. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> that thing's gonna be riding so dang low to the ground, yep. and on the way back, so smelling like garlic. Yep. It's gonna uh-huh. be awful, Megan. <laughs> awful. <laughs> Cannot wait. Uh, Matt Kerr's driving us. Nice, nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so it'll be. It's gonna it's be. Gonna, that sounds like so much fun. We're playing the Astros. I know. Always fun. When so you I'm play bringing the Astros. a trash can and and. <laughs> I feel like they make mini ones. You could I bring. Know, I should find one. <laughs> Would I'm they sure let you if take I, it in? Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. If I get, <laughs> grabbed a big one, obviously they wouldn't. No. But um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a hot minute. I've never been since it's been T-Mobile Park. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's how long it's been. So I don't know. I think means. I went. I think 2019 was the last time I went. Okay. Maybe 2018. I take that back. Maybe I did go. I did go once, like three years ago, with my family. Mm-hmm. That's right. I do remember that now. Maybe it was yeah. T-Mobile Park then. Anyways. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Just watched a lot of Olympics, back alley night. Yes, the Olympics are going on right yeah. now. We watched uh, for the first time, like something, we've just had like a kind of a, a bit of a crazy weekend with mm-hmm. our uh, our back alley night and everything else that, um, let's see, a little bit yesterday afternoon, I sat down and just turned on NBC and mm-hmm. watched some skateboarding Yep. and some women's volleyball Yep. and all of the things. And we got into a little bit of a debate last night on whether Japan is 12 hours ahead or 12 hours behind. They're ahead. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because they're a day in front of us. Yes, they are. Do you know where the time change uh, occurs? Yeah, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yes. I've flown over it. Okay. I went to Australia. You went a day ahead of... uh, Yeah, when I went to Australia, I literally didn't have a 4th of July. I thought New Zealand... Because I thought New Zealand was was the time, was when it started. But that, that is when it starts, I guess. So Alaska is when it ends. The I day guess. ends. That's 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 how it works. When you look at a map, because we we actually Google. Oh, this. like where the international dateline is. International dateline goes down Alaska, and then it juts it out zigzags. because of the yeah. Aleutian chain, mm-hmm. and then it goes down. And but you, you think about like I know Hawaii is way the freak out there, um, but it is uh, it, it's part of uh, obviously our yeah. our mm-hmm. time frame. It's it's as early as it's you can actually get to. not as far. I think it's. 
It's such a long plane ride because it's pretty far south. It's always further south than I imagine it will be. Yeah. When I think of Hawaii. So they're 12 hours ahead. So it is adjusting with all of the, it's that whole thing where you can know the result yeah. of, mm-hmm. of everything before if you want to, but that's no way to watch it. No, it's a it's terrible not. way to watch yeah. it. And sometimes um, so they don't show, like depending on which channel you watch it on, they just show like the important clips, not yeah. the whole thing. Are you um, an avid watcher? Like you watching it every night when you go home? Well, I only, I don't have cable, so I'm only just watching whatever you is on. You don't need on, cable for this, right? I, Well, on NBC, but, but you don't get full coverage of everything. Yeah, okay. And I haven't like done. Who watches underwater fencing though? Nobody does. So <laughs> um, the US won a fencing gold for like the first time in ever, I yeah. think. Um, speaking that's, of fencing, that's not good for my under 43 and a half gold medal bet. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. <laughs> Cause then I like to be like, Hey, if we go, if we go over on that, I feel great about it. I yeah. feel like, you know, you win. We're we America. Way. Yeah, of course we did. <laughs> well, I, the reality was I was watching some USA basketball and yeah. watching them lose over and over that's and over true. again, thinking this is usually a lock. Like when we go into this, we think this is a lock. I know, but if you think about like all of the professional basketball players that come from those Eastern Bloc countries and other countries now, like there's quite a few professional. Good talent coming from Like there. good talent Hard part is putting Europe. five of them on the same For court. For sure. Right? Because Slovenia has Luka Doncic, which is great. He's fantastic. Yeah. But then they I have. I mean, he carries the Mavericks by himself anyway, so. Good luck naming <laughs> another person on that team. You there's know a I mean? couple other like Slovenia. Australia has some good players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and China has some good players, but, uh, I think yeah. France just beat France, the U S France just beat the U S yeah. yeah. They got a couple guys. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like it was only a matter of time before those. What's your favorite sports. sport? What are you like looking forward? Is there any sport that you're oh, looking forward to watching? Um, my two favorite are like the classic two favorites, but swimming and gymnastics. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Um, swimming, my mom did competitive swimming in high school. And so she gets super into swimming at the Olympics. And so, like that energy just kind of transfers. And- Katie Ledecky lost by 0. 0.6 seconds. I know. It was seconds. so close. 0. She 6. had her. Like you were like, oh, I think she has her in the That's third. That's brutal, man. In like the third length. And then um, Titmus is her name. This is a girl that won. Um, the Terminator, right? They call her the Terminator. I, that, sure. I think that's her nickname. Her Anyways. coach went crazy up in the stand. Like, yeah. Was like this like down. woman usher was like. <laughs> this poor Japanese woman was like, okay, don't go past this. <laughs> like trying There's to like COVID keep, over here. Don't come over here. Was like trying to like keep him within uh, a certain section. I was like, oh, poor lady. I <laughs> haven't watched enough to notice the awkwardness of no crowds. Have you, when you watch it, are you feeling that? So the only thing I've thought is, um, like, well, one, you can hear a lot more than maybe you normally would. Yeah, I like, remember watching UFC fights for the first time with no crowd and yeah. hearing them kick and you're like, oh, dang. Well, I've and also like you can hear like coaches and yeah. players and whatever talk to each other. Yeah. Um, the I will say like the media groups and like whatever coaching people are allowed in the stands have been making a decent amount of noise. Good. Um, and like whatever team is like not actively competing but watching, they've been making some good noise. But all I can, I've noticed like empty stands and thought, oh, they spent all that money oh, building these so giant much. stadiums and they're not using them. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Not great. Yeah. $20 billion is the price tag that they're expected to lose on this thing. $20 I know. I know. billion. Dollars. That is brutal. Yeah. I when I, I heard people talking about, oh, man, it's going to be so weird without the fans there. And I always thought to myself, I don't know. I mean, like for some, like I guess for like soccer or basketball maybe. But I feel like we've, we're so used to it after two mm-hmm. years. Like it's not going to be that weird. Mm-hmm. I, I never really watched swimming and thought, I want to see how the people in the stands are responding to the Katie Ledecky finishing. Well, and you sometimes I mean? with swimming, I find the fans like – 
distracting. Yeah. Like, because they whistle or scream or whatever. Right. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. But or they so, say go. And then everybody yeah. like jumps off the pod and they're like, you know, we, I'm just kidding. Nobody yeah. does that. That'd be <laughs> awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> also, the You'd swimmers. You'd be kicked out, I'm sure. Yeah. And the swimmers don't, like, they don't listen for that sound anyway. Well, so. I know, but you never know. Yeah. I also watched the men. The men won the four by 100 relay. Okay. The U.S. men won the four by 100 relay in swimming last night, which was super exciting. Nice. Um, like of a bunch of rookies on the team and they like, that's not the goal butt. though, right? Aren't they just doing trials at that? Or no, that- it was gold. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Good. It was the final. Okay. Nice. Um, it's, it's so a- weird to me that some of these are already like finishing up. Yeah. Um, cause they usually do like stages and group stages and like, you know, other things. I know, but with swimming, not as much probably. Well, you do, you have like preliminaries, but you can do like, I don't know, 20 races yeah. in a day. Um, and they, and they start like right days. And the weird part is some of these events started before the opening ceremonies. So it's not even truly opening ceremonies. Like, come (laughs) on. Yeah. Some of those like ones that do have true groups or whatever that would take longer than two weeks to get through. They start before. Yeah. Just a couple of days. Right, right, right. Good. Uh, and then Friday night, which was uh, uh, super fun. We did a little, uh, comedy night in the back alley, our second of three back alley nights. And, uh, it was perfect weather, way better weather for this mm-hmm, one than mm-hmm. the first one. Um, and yeah, it was a fantastic time for those of you who were able to come out and see. It was, it was, uh, it was super fun mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, comedy was good. It was, um, uh, yeah, we had like outdoor stage set up and lights and, and Monica bar was there, uh, gourmet, uh, Doggy style gourmet. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I uh, was there doing the, the food options. We had a wear yeah. love table. It was great. So yeah, it was anyways, great. super fun. We also have another one coming up in August. Mark your calendars for August 27th. It's a Friday night as yep. well. Our fourth Friday night in August. And uh, we'll be doing a live concert and uh, some fun fun stuff there. Our last yeah. one for the summer. Kind of our big finale kickoff thing. It'll be great. Uh, boat races also happened this weekend. It'd be uh, We'd be remiss to yeah. get through this podcast and not say it was boat race weekend because it, it definitely <laughs> felt like it on Sunday morning. It sure did. Um, <laughs> boat race weekend, uh, which means you've got art in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the both sides of the river kind of taken up with a bunch of cranes. You've got on my, the space where I run uh, in the mornings, I run down like on the, on the dike by the river mm-hmm. and they have a little tent set up that's like, you can't go past this. Oh yeah. And uh, that's, so that's up now. Now, so it cuts down on my run, which I'm always like, oh, that sucks. And then I always think about <laughs> feels way better. <laughs> Could you move that tent up a little further? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't run as long so, today. Last year I was I was running to have my headphones in mm-hmm. and uh, I ran right by and somebody like 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 ran got, after got you. flustered and they started like uh uh and I'm like, no, no, it's okay, I'm good. Like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, 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 sir, you can't go past this. Yeah. I thought they were trying to get out of the way. Like, oh, I'm uh, sorry yeah. that I'm in your way. <laughs> and then they had to like chase me down, which <laughs> when I say chase me down, I mean, I was not like, I was maybe five steps past them. So <laughs> they got there real fast because I'm um, not that fast of a runner. <laughs> it was shameful how fast they caught me and said, sir, you can't go past this. And I'm like, no, no, no it's fine. And I still have my headphones in. Yeah. And they're like, sir, reiterate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we could put up more signs. I'm like one of those guys. You ever been to a spot where you're like, how, how, you put on an event, you're like, how do people not see these signs? Yeah. I was that person <laughs> that week. I was, I was definitely one where they're like, I don't understand this. This guy's nuts. But anyways, did you go down and see the boat oh, race? No. Art in the Park? Nothing. Nope. Just <laughs> Olympics at home. Sometimes I'll go to Art in the Park, but yeah. I didn't really feel like it this okay. year. But right. um, I have done that. I'm not, I don't know. The boat races aren't really my thing. Yeah. It takes like 
you see a boat for like five seconds every hour and a half. And I don't know. That's just not enough. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Uh, the winner of this year's race, uh-huh. uh, is Daryl Strong who owns, uh, or is like a Payne West representative here in the area, uh, and also attends the church once in a while and has, oh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, Jeremy and Randy, it, uh, Edwards are, that's his daughter. And oh, okay. so he owned boat number one and number two in the terms of the place finishes. Nice. So kudos to him. Yeah. It's awesome. Good day for him. Great day for him. I'm sure it was <laughs> awesome. I texted him and I never heard anything back. So, um, he's probably doing just fine. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Sunday uh, yeah, because we had a uh, guest speaker who his name's Dave Nelson. He came in uh, in town about three weeks ago. He came in on the weekend that it was 117 in town, and I took him on that hike and we roasted and uh, it was uh, so freaking hot. And he filmed for us so kindly, and then we showed it this weekend. So uh, a little standalone message, uh, summer recap stuff. He's done it before. I think he's done maybe the last three or four summers for mm-hmm. us. He's done something like this. He goes to Seattle for a week and then spends a couple of days over here hanging out with us. Um, and uh, there wasn't like a specific text that he walked through, but he talked about happiness and and the separation that often comes uh, a lot of times from from sin and it removes us from ourselves, from others, from, from God. Uh, and had a, a story, uh, like it was like a 10, 10 or 15, 20-year-old video mm-hmm. of a, a guy getting sent 37 times though. Like It was a lot. As, as bad as maybe the video quality was and- <laughs> Whatever else. And if you're watching, if you watch it online, then you saw um, like the whole thing as it should have been, which Mm -hmm. is Dave off screen, this entire thing filling up the screen. Mm -hmm. For those of you who had the joy of attending our nine o'clock service on Sunday, (laughs) uh, we forgot or something happened where we weren't able to kind of switch from Dave's recorded video to this other video. Uh So it was a video of Dave messing with his microphone for five minutes while watching that video on a smaller (laughs) screen in the corner. It was, and he, he was struggling with that microphone, man. He was hardcore struggling with your, with the Britney Spears mic. That's yes. what I call those. It's like one of those mics that goes over your ear yeah. and then like down to your mouth. And I, I mentioned that a Britney Spears in second mic. service, he must have tiny ears because I have no problem with it. And he just <laughs> was like, like just touching it. He's like, he's like, he no, it kept, he had it like down his shirt yeah. and I think his shirt kept like pulling it down. Yeah. So that was the issue. I feel actually. like he thinks he was getting paid per touch. Like every time I touch it, you'll give me another 10 bucks or something like that. <laughs> Because it was all over the place. But um, <laughs> anyways, his humor is fantastic. He's yeah. such a quirky personality. Um, his, uh, yeah, he, uh, just good stuff. It, I will say he does a great job with those because he's like preaching to an empty room when he records those. Yes. And he does a really good job of um, not making it feel like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was actually going to bring that up. So he originally planted a movie theater and they grew like crazy. And he was doing six or seven theaters in that in that one theater. So oh, one, okay, like yeah. six rooms or whatever you want to call it. And so he's only preaching live to 100, 150 people, um, but it was always broadcast to other rooms. And he did that almost from the very get-go from when he started the church. Mm-hmm. And so he, lear- he learned very well to do it in such a way that it, like the humor transfers, the talks mm-hmm. transfer, because there is a way, there is a sense in which when, when it's an empty room and he's preaching just, and I'm just the one in the back, I was the one running PowerPoint or, mm-hmm. or pro presenter at that time. Some of his humor wasn't funny in that moment or isn't as funny. And then when you get a room full of people, it, it like translates really well. Mm-hmm. So there is a very much a difference between yeah. them. So anyways, yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I kept, Cause he's done, he does this for us every summer and yeah. this summer in particular, I was appreciative of his ability to do that. Cause that's a skill. That's like a real, 
It's a real skill to have right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Keep in mind, he's from Kenosha, Wisconsin, too. They, they had the big um, shooting there, Jacob Blake thing, uh, mm-hmm. this last summer. So it's been, a, it's been a rough go for them on a ton of different levels, um, both with just COVID. Their roof collapsed on one of their buildings. Oh, no. Um, and uh, they bought this building a few years ago, and it had like a like Christian school in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the winter, the, the snow kind of collapsed like half the building. It was oh, it's a huge mess. And the, the shooting stuff, it's been, it's, they, it been through the ringer. So I, I feel bad for that guy. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. All right. What else, what else did you take um, down? His thoughts? Just, oh, uh, his kind of main point was happy people are at peace. And peace doesn't happen accidentally. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I kind of was thinking about that as well. Like um, finding peace, which is like acceptance and contentment with where you are and what you have, um, both like emotionally and the physical things around you um, and like your, who you are and where you are and what you have and where you're going. Um, like that is where you find peace. And I think I've worked, like in my personal life at a, on a personal level, I've worked hard to try and get there and have that. Um, especially when like maybe your life or when not maybe, but when your life doesn't match what you thought your life was going to be. So like when you have those moments of dissonance, like, can you find contentment? Can you have acceptance with where you are and what you have? Um, and when you're a person who can do that and can find those moments, then you have peace and you are able to be happy, even if your life isn't what you necessarily thought. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how I look at joy, like the difference between happiness and joy um, is like happiness can be temporary or sure. um, like ephemeral, but joy is like a deep soul, like state of being that you kind of choose and and like develop and grow into and work on. So, and that idea of happiness uh, is about a who, not a what, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's such a thing that it is so important for our culture. Dave says, if you can buy a lake house, yeah, you can afford it, and you're you're there by yourself. You're you're probably going to be disappointed. You're going to get there mm-hmm. and be like, not as cool as I thought it was going to be, yeah, right? Uh-huh. It's about what if it was less of a house and more of a more of who was in the house? And that yeah. means a lot. We did uh, so Saturday. We drove over from my grandpa's funeral. My grandpa passed away in March of 2020, uh, but as you can imagine, mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a complicated time to do a, uh, a funeral. Yeah, and uh, also I have uh, a uncle, aunt, and cousins, three cousins that live in Belgium, so they were kind of locked over there, couldn't get back to do it. And he only had three kids. So this was like, he's not going to do the funeral without one of the kids there. Mm -hmm. And so it's been 16 months since the, uh, since he passed before we could do this funeral. So it was Saturday. We had, we had our thing Friday night, um, and went till late. And Mm -hmm. then I drove over the funerals at 11 o'clock, uh, over there. So we got there and did the thing and it was fantastic. And we got to see a bunch of people, that, you know, my grandpa knew, I knew them through my grandpa mm-hmm. and he'd been at the same church for 40 something plus years. You heard stories of them, you know, uh, taking a bunch of people home after church on Sundays and you never knew who was going to be at the house. We just feed whoever needed a meal, hot mm-hmm. meal. Cause they lived right by Air- McCord air force base. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot of kids came from yep. all over the mm-hmm. country, didn't have any connections, no money, no yep. food. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty cool. They bought a bus. Like my grandpa at one point paid for a bus to go pick up kids, a bus ministry used to be like a big thing. Yeah. Now uh-huh. there's way too much risk. <laughs> We'd never do it, but there's a couple churches in the Tri Cities that still bless do it. them. Bless them. Yes. <laughs> um, but 
uh, my dad said a line up there that I thought was was critically important um, through tears, by the way, but yeah. uh, said something about I just remember growing up, uh, my grandpa or my dad, he would say my dad, mm-hmm. uh, my dad would say, uh, we may not have a lot of money, but we got a lot of fun. We've always had a, always mm-hmm. had the ability to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So never had a lot, but we could we were all, we know we always having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that tr- that's that true thing. Like they they were connectors they were they were people who happiness was about always about a who for them it was always about family they never had anything super nice their entire life that i knew about you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean uh anyways so yeah it was yeah. it was a point that was that resonated great after coming out of a three-hour funeral ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> Highlighting a life that was like exactly that, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. It was really good. I'm about to have one of those. In August, we're going, I'm going to Cincinnati to have a memorial for my grandma who passed away August yeah. 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. Those, I feel like a lot of those are happening this year. For sure, which is great. It's mm-hmm. like good closure. I thought it would be easier because it's so far distance. Like you've already gone through like most of the grieving process, mm-hmm. even though it is like ripping off a bandaid a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to have kind of that. It was good for my grandma, I mm-hmm. think to be there to hear all this stuff about her husband and, um, yeah, it was, yeah. it was fun. So I think about my, one of my other grandmothers who passed away like nine or 10 years ago now, um, she died in her early eighties and she had over 300 people at her memorial, which a lot of times when you're older, your memorials aren't that well attended. Um, but everyone who talked and spoke talked about how, like how she loved them and how she like incorporated them into their life and how she didn't judge them. And she was just there and was supportive and was kind and loving. And, um, but again, it's that like, it's that who, and who are you and who are you bringing into your life and who are you to other people? Cause like, I mean, you can have personal happiness, but there's also a component of like, who are you to other people and how does that contribute to your joyful state and your happiness as a person as well? Like, are you sending that happiness out into the world? Are you portraying that into the spaces that you're in? So, uh, prior to the Saturday, the funeral, my dad, who I knew was doing the ceremony said, Hey, there's going to be a time for personal sharing, uh, for the family and friends and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I realized when he said that, I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And I realized in that moment, he's not telling me, like informing me that's happening. Yeah, it was like, like you're going to have something to you're say. You're going to have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll have, I'll, I'll write something down. <laughs> then at the day of, um, he says this and then basically just says, and Brent's going to come up first and yeah. do this one. So it wasn't like, I was trying to figure out, I was in there in the audience. I had, I had worked on something. I wrote yeah. something out. And, um, and so I knew I was going to do something and I was just yeah. trying to figure out like, do I go first? Do I yeah. go in the middle? Do I go yeah. last? What do I want to do with Your this? Dad chose and me. I didn't have the choice. I was just like, oh, here we go. Here's Clive. And uh, yeah. uh, I need to go up there and do this. So I'm not going to read, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there was mm-hmm. one story that I wrote about that I thought like epitomized my grandpa. And so this is part, you know, give me a little kudos, not kudos, but this is, um, leeway, uh, leeway Grace. a little bit. Yeah. Something yeah. about whatever you want to say about this is him. This is a little picture of kind of who he was. I said, another vivid memory is the countless number of clam tides. And it has to do with this. I thought of this cause you are a big ocean coast or mm-hmm. ocean, Oregon coast kind of person. A countless number of clam tides, razor clam tides, that mm-hmm. we would go into to race to see who could get there, limit the fastest. A few of us thought it would be a rogue wave that would finally do him in, that if he was going to go down, at least he'd go down doing something that he loved. Eventually, he retired the shovel, and then the clam gun was content to watch the rest of us from the safety of the sand unreached by the waves. 
Once while walking with my wife uh, and kids, they came across a Dungeness crab, not in season, of course, but never one to pass up on a free crab. He stuffed it in his bag. A few minutes later, they found they'd wandered quite a ways from the car and my kids had had enough. Someone in the group flagged down a truck to see about getting a ride back up the beach. The truck turned out to be a game warden, true story, who kindly (laughs) offered my grandfather a seat in the front. My grandpa, knowing he was holding on to some incriminating evidence, slid the crab inside of his jacket for the short ride back to the car. Oh, my gosh. What happened with those pinchers during that ride, we'll never know, but he couldn't wait to tell us the story after he got back to the house. (laughs) That is 100% true. 100% true. And we ate that crab that night. Nice. It was great. So, good stuff. Mm. Happiness about a who, not uh, not about a what. Yep. I think that's critically important for our culture, and uh, yeah, it's good. All right, anything else? That was it. Okay, let's jump into our something interesting. You get to go first because you are uh, I opened, yeah. so go for it. Um, true to form, mine is about something sciency. Um, of course, it is. <laughs> I found I didn't have anything before about. I don't know, 15 minutes before we did this. But that's how it always works, yep, baby. Uh-huh. I'm literally um, Googling stuff right now. <laughs> What's fun to talk about? Exactly. Just um, they there's a recent study that has been investigating um so when babies are born, this is about babies again too. Oh, good. Are, anyway, um, they have a fairly sophisticated neural network for their visual processing which you wouldn't necessarily think they would have since they haven't had to do any visual processing until they're born, right? But they already are able to process a lot more than you would maybe think, given that they haven't had to use their eyesight in the nine months of development. Sure. So the in in a study with mice, which you can decide how you feel about that, but in a study with mice, they have Is noticed, that controversial? I don't know. Is there controversy there? Uh, I mean, there? there are people who don't believe in any animal testing. Oh, that, okay, got it. Um, in a study that uses mice, they noticed that um, the mice have like dreamlike activity in their um, like visual neural network in, in utero that then goes away once they're born. So once they start actually using um, that network to, um, u- to like interpret visual stimuli, they stop having these dreamlike things. Mm. So um, mammal babies use a process of like dreams to like start to stimulate the visual sensory of their neural networks before they're born. So that's one of the reasons and one of the ways they think that babies are able to actually see and interpret visual things um, right as they're born because huh. they their brain starts to st- that processing thing with dreamlike situations in in the uterus. So another thing that occurs in utero yep. that goes away. Because yep. last time it was this flap, this breathing yes. flap that closes permanently. Well, no, in your heart. There's Sorry, flap in heart. your heart. Yes, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, geez, good grief, yeah, man. I know. Aren't, it's so cool. That's an, that's insane. Yeah. Any, that's my, good stuff. That's my something interesting, everyone. I like it. <laughs> Um, so mine has to do with a couple of things that are, one is currently on HBO and one that's coming up. So if you're an HBO subscriber, then great. If you're not, then there's always a free trial, you know, figure that out or do whatever you want to do or borrow your (laughs) uncles or cousins or somebody Uh for a little bit. Uh Um, one, I I can't remember if I've talked about it yet. Have I talked about Hard Knocks yet on this, on, on I want to say yes. I mean, previously, have I talked about this year though? Which one is it? The Dallas Cowboys. I don't think you've talked about it. Uh, I don't think you've talked about that one. Okay, so I've heard you talk about it to other people, but I don't think you've talked about it on the podcast. All right, Hard Knocks picks a team that's not good, (laughs) and they pick the and they pick the Cowboys. Ouch! Which is so great. (laughs) 
my father-in-law's a huge Cowboys fan. And I sent him, I going, hey, Hard Knocks is on, on uh, uh, Cowboys are on the Hard Knocks this year. And just so you know, they can't legally pick good teams. They have to pick teams that have not made the playoffs in two years uh, and are not good and don't have a new coach and really are not. That's why it's called Hard Knocks. Yeah. It's going to be really hard for them to be any good this year. And I love that they picked the Cowboys. It's so great. It starts in two weeks and I cannot wait to watch. <laughs> So that's, that's something that's like coming up. Uh-huh. So like, that's already on my, I'm like pre DVR in that. Like yeah. I, it's in, it's in my calendar. That's yeah. how good hard knocks is. Yeah. My wife and I love, love, well, Kylie love, love. Even she, she loves that show. Okay. And she, she will sit down and watch a football game with me. Like she's probably cringing right now on her walk. as she's listening to me say this. Cause I would say that I, I will watch any football game of any team. Yes. Like it really doesn't matter. She will watch with the Seahawks as long as you know, uh, we're trying to figure out the kids, you know, four young kids. So it's, yeah. it's hard to be able to do that. Like she would do it way more often if she just could and, and yeah. enjoy it. But she's got that personality. It's like, I've got to be also be a little bit productive while I'm doing this and yeah. I can't four hours. That's yeah. way too long. So, but she, <laughs> her and I will definitely, uh, yeah. cuddle up on a couch and watch uh, hard knocks together. It's, it's fantastic. Um, the other thing is we started a show uh, recently that is now currently going on. Uh, it's three episodes in. We're two down. We, we missed the one from Sunday night, but um, The White Lotus. Okay. Um, it's a show um, by produced and directed and written by a guy named Mike White, who was uh, a contestant on Survivor. Oh, okay. Uh, and a sh- like one of the episodes or shows, seasons that we watched. So we're like, this is crazy. We mm-hmm. know him. Mm-hmm. We um, know him. <laughs> we're friends, clearly. <laughs> I mean, I was glad he didn't win, but anyways, <laughs> I, I was cheering for him for a while. Um, and uh, it's set in Hawaii. They filmed this in December of 2020. And so it was like weird how the getting over there was hard and, and yeah. definitely filming mm-hmm. this in Hawaii of all places was mm-hmm. was incredibly difficult for them to do, I'm sure. Um, they filmed it in Maui, in Wailea, which is like, that's, we love that area. That's, mm-hmm. we don't typically, they are filming at the Four Seasons. And so uh-huh. we don't like know the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never been there, not allowed on there, but uh, I know the general area yeah. where that's at. Uh-huh. Um, and it's uh, a story about like this resort, something f- like there's some shady stuff, shadowy stuff happening. You're not exactly sure what it is quite mm-hmm. yet. It's still a little bit early on. But what I love the most about it is it's a bunch of super rich people coming in the lifestyle that they live. And it's coming at it from- what, Is it fictional? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. From the perspective of those who are working in the tourism industry, oh, putting up with their got it. shenanigans, their demands. I just love that kind of stuff. We're rewatching Succession right now mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I'm trying to catch up because season three drops this fall. And it's the same sort of thing, like all these super rich and then, you know, a little bit of a, a sideways eye at kind of that, their activity and, mm-hmm. and behavior and some of the stuff going on with it. There, There is a couple, I, I have to warn, like, you know, don't watch it with your small kids, language, a uh, little bit of nudity, that kind of stuff. So be careful, all that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but uh, a, a good like fun, the artistic creativeness of it. One, we love Hawaii. So that's part of it. We just mm-hmm. love the, you know, cinematography of it. Uh, and then just the artistic creative design involved in that. Nice. Like even the intro is really cool. So cool. check it out. If you got a, if you got a free night, I think it's worth your time. <laughs> if you're not watching the Olympics, that is, then check uh, yeah. out White Lotus. All right. I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, my only announcement this week is, uh, we started doing some summer events for our youth, junior high and high school. Not that they technically are probably listening to this podcast, but there might be some parents of some junior high and high school. Not that they couldn't listen to it. You're welcome to anyways. Uh, yeah. Caveat, caveat, caveat. You love me and my caveats. I hate your caveats. (laughs) 
Um, we hosted a volleyball night at our house a couple weeks ago. This Sunday night, we're going to go see Jungle Cruise, the new Disney movie. This coming movie. Sunday? This coming Sunday evening. August 1st? August 1st, absolutely. Um, so if you go onto the registrations page uh, or the events page or just check out our social media, you'll see some posts about it or check the weekly this week. Uh, we are having to kind of pre-purchase tickets to try and get us all in the same theater and together. So pre-registration is significantly recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you couldn't show up at the theater and probably still get in the same one because who goes to theater on Sunday nights? I don't know. But um, just to guarantee yourself yep. a spot, get on that early. And uh, we'd love to hang out. We're going to do yeah. some Froyo afterwards. And if you're junior high or high school, come uh, hang out with us. Did you say Fairchild? Uh, yeah, Queensgate one. Queensgate. Yeah, the Queensgate Fairchild Cinemas. is I think, Queensgate Cinemas? I don't think the Fairchild no, is it's Pasco. Fair. Fairchild's in Pasco. Yeah. The Queen... The fancy one in Queensgate. Yeah, the Got fancy it. one. The chairs that are like Got spaceships. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.